guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, episode 135, entitled Spiders, Liars, and Stingers. Sounds like it's going to be a great night. We have got a potent ponderable coming your way. We're going to smorp on a really interesting piece of scripture uh, about lying. And then we're also going to have a sports and star stuff moment. And I'm really excited for that one because I think I can trick these two gentlemen tonight. So, uh, guys, how you doing? Let's start with Andrew. Welcome, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Um. Of course, Andrew. Of course. And then, well, let's just move on from that. We're not interested in anybody else. No, I'm just kidding because we've because we've got Lucas. Lucas Candy, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. And and you, Brad, how are you doing? Why, thank you for caring. Oh, way to one up me. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm doing good. Today has been it's been a crazy day. And maybe I'll, I'll hit on that after uh, in my catching up moment. But I'm glad to be here. I've been looking forward to this all day. And uh, But before we get into the episode, I want to remind everybody, if you can, if you're watching on Facebook right now or later, if you could click the share button, that would be fantastic. If there's anything that you could do for us that would really help us, it would be to click share. That way it promotes the podcast on your Facebook page. People can choose to watch it or not, but at least they see that you have and that you like it. Thanks, Joanne, for liking the stream. You can also like this particular episode, this post, which lets us know that you're enjoying what you're seeing. Uh, And then you can also, if you want to point people to our YouTube channel, you can do that where it's a repeated version of this. We also have the audio only version and you can find that anywhere where podcasts are podcasted. So we're pretty much everywhere. If you want to find out more about us, you can just head on over to www.oxfordholyclub.com. And uh, I do two podcasts. How many? A with like 10 W's? Oxford Oxford Holy Club. I do two podcasts a week and they have similar Similar, you know, like you kind of get into a rhythm and some t- I've exited my church podcast the way I would exit here. And uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, www.oxfordholyclub.com. From there, you can find out more about us and all of that. So why don't we just get right into things and turn it over to Lucas. And here we go. All right, potent ponderables, we're back. I scoured the internet for the speak up for the choicest. I scoured the internet for the choicest ponderables I could find today, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of ones that are not appropriate. But the best one I could find is this one, uh, and I, I, it's one of those ones that I think it sounds like it's a a slam dunk easy one. But sometimes those are the ones where I'm like, oh, everyone's just going to say this. It'll be two minutes. And we'll move on. But sometimes people have other thoughts. So here's the idea. All right. You will be locked in a room full of spiders for some amount of time. You do not know the amount of spiders. You do not know the amount of time. The question is, the only choice you have is, it could be, uh, do you want the lights on or off (laughs) for this? So you don't know how many spiders. Is is this your garden type variety spider? Or is this some like of spiders, some variety you do not know? Are you going to be picking up your mic every time you go to talk? 
I just want to set the. Uh, well, I just want to set my expectations. I wasn't going to, but you're making me self-conscious, so I got to be all like breaker breaker one nine on this thing. I don't know. There's got to be a way for us to turn your volume up. Is, are there switches or anything on that? Oh, why didn't you think of that, Lucas? How about now? I mean, <laughs> how about now? This is good radio. Oh, what was that one? Oh, this one. That, try try no. t- try two. I feel like we're trying glasses on. <laughs> one. Better? One. Better? Better two, or worse? Two. 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 Let, All right. So we'll stick with the original one it was on before we started. Okay. Did he just get a uh, lot quieter? He's fine. All right. Enough <laughs> of me talking, more you guys talking. So we're locked in a room full of Spideys, and we don't, we don't know how long, and we don't know how many. And we don't know the types. There's a lot of unknowns. So do you want? So the question is, how much information do you want? Yes. Okay. Can we establish whether they're poisonous or not? You don't know. I'm going to tell you this. It's a mix. Well, let me ask this, Andrew. It's a mix. If you could see them, could you tell anyway? Would you know? Yeah. Just from looking. That is true. No, but what I'm thinking, so my initial reaction is lights on. But I'm thinking if they're not poisonous, then maybe we just shut the lights down and I just close my eyes, plug my nostrils and ears and, you know, deal with it. Uh, (laughs) But if they're poisonous, then I want to be able to, like, make sure they don't touch me or try not try to keep them off me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. See, I, I would have to go on because I think my response to being in this room is I'm going to kill them. Oh, Tiffany Beckwith, this is literally her nightmare. Yeah, I knew as soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh. Lucas, like, somehow reached through time and space into into the, I, I know what I want to say, but I'm not going to, into the something scape of Tiffany's mind and dreams and pulled this one nugget out. And said, "This, this is what I'll use." Oliver while I was there. My microphone. Oliver got, got a rem- debuff somehow. Oh wow! Oliver got a remote control spider for Christmas. That doesn't work. <laughs> it just stares at it you. It doesn't even work. It just never worked. And she can't even like go near it. I tried to make her touch it. It was a whole thing. Um, but that was her nightmare too. Seeing him open that. Have you ever seen the little Facebook? I see it goes around on Facebook every so often. It's like a little spider costume that someone put on a tiny dog, but when it runs yeah, around, yeah, yeah. it looks yeah. like a terrifying giant spider. It's really funny. Lucas, I'm yeah. going to recommend like a stack of books or something and then just put it off to the <laughs> side so that you don't have to do this every time. Hey, I've Lucas, I promise that the only person cool. thinking about it is Brad. Yeah, because I'm watching the levels in the recording and I get to be the one to deal with it later, fellas. <laughs> I'll, I'll be back. Wait, talk amongst yourselves while I find a stack of books. So spiders. What's the deal with spiders? What's the deal anyways? with spiders? Uh, I, I'm with, hold on. Are you going lights on or off? I'm going to have to go on. Right. But w- what's your reasoning? I'm, I'm in agreement, well, but I know my reasoning. Yeah. Well, I'm obviously going to squish some spiders that come near me. I'm not just going to be like, oh, please, please, Mr. Spider, don't touch me. Right. I'm going to squish him. I, I would agree. Tiffany, I know this is your nightmare, but I'm curious as to what you would do if you found yourself in this room. Would 
Would you kill them or are you so afraid that you wouldn't go near them that you would back into a corner? Uh, let it's us dying immediately just, an option. She would just yell for me. Uh, uh, are we allowed to kill them? Yeah. Your your room, your spiders. Uh, okay, then lights on so I can so I can kill them more efficiently. We are gonna get rain. <laughs> That's how you get rain. That's how you get rain. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, <laughs> Lucas, we decided that we would both go lights on for the sole purpose of effectively and efficiently killing said spiders. Yeah. Uh, how about you? Since this, since um, I think I've got to go the same. Like I, th- I don't see why you would ever want the lights off. Like, yeah. Unless like it agitates them, but I don't feel like it would. Spiders seem pretty nonchalant that way. Um, so yeah, I, I gotta say I would probably kill myself a little safe space in the corner, like squish that and then leave the rest of them alone. Um, again, so you're saying that there's a whole room of spiders. Yeah. The room is full of spiders. Yeah. Well, sorry. It's no, an no. unknown amount. So probably a lot. I'm guessing. Could be half I mean, of Maybe one. they're tricking us and it's two. Half of a spider. Tiffany has uh, said what's on my heart, and it's this. The size affects her answer. There's a size limit to the squishing. So at some point it gets so big that you don't want to you don't you don't want to tackle that spider. Like you sir so spider wins. She's afraid they'll just they'll, they'll reach up and just push her her foot back <laughs> up again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Because your shoes, also, what kind of footwear are you wearing? It better not be flip flops. Mm, oh, I, heaven help you! I would, I would much All rather flip flops. I'd much rather flip flops to barefoot in this scenario. Well, yeah, I, I meant as opposed to like hard steel toe steel boots. Steel toe or boots. Do you think you need the steel toe to handle the spiders? I have on I, I would, Iron Man uh, boots. <laughs> full armor. Although uh, it's funny, I was watching some, you know, those, one of those random videos that comes up on Facebook and it was like, my life as a seven foot tall man. And, and it just shows him like walking around constantly ducking through doorways as he's going everywhere. But then he says, one thing people don't realize about being super tall, you're always close to spiders all the time. <laughs> he puts his hand up and there's like a spider web right above his head. He's like, you've learned to get along. So. Uh I only okay, so we're getting into confessional here. Apparently, Tiffany is doing smorp in relation to this spider. I only squished with Andrew's shoes. She, uh, I will not enter this room with my own shoes. She <laughs> confesses it as sin and does repent. Thankfully, the only infestation we've ever had in our house is ladybugs. We get ladybug infestations from time to time, which is the most adorable of infestations. If you have to have them, <laughs> thank goodness it's the ladybug. Well, gentlemen, why don't we uh, move on from this? It looks like, you know, we're, we're getting caught in a web uh, here. So let's uh, let's move on and catch up with what's been going on in the week. And I would love to find out, uh, Andrew, as you take that drink, what's been going on this week for you? Okay, so I got this heated mattress. Wait, and- no way. It looked like I had one, too. No. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, honestly, there's not a whole lot going on, you know, <laughs> we can't go anywhere, can't do anything. Uh, we, we pretty much stay at home, but, uh, uh, I had some fun today at work. So I'll tell you about that. Um, we, ever since this all happened, we've been kind of progressing, you know, further and further into like what we're doing with audio visual work at church and things like that. And yep. we're always 
trying to improve on that and make it better and better. And so uh, in the fall, I kind of put together like a recording room in the basement um, so we could pre-record different things. Really, all it was was uh, some lights. (laughs) But... uh, (laughs) Uh, over the, over the few months we added, I bought a green screen. I added that. Um, uh, but the problem was like the, the building, the church building is like a classic old building. That's just made it a cinder blocks. And, oh, so uh, echo, echo, so, echo. so yeah, I have a, a shotgun mic and it, you'd be listening to the recording. And it was just like super echoey and probably most people didn't notice and didn't care, but we, but me and Wayne, the pastor, we cared. Uh, so we ordered like those foam. They're yep. from Amazon. They're these foam panels. They're like a foot by foot. Uh, they, he said they literally came like there was, I think, f- almost 50 of them. And they came in like these little like squished up bundles. Like and you had to set them out overnight so they would like, <laughs> like come back. Anyway, so we popped those on the wall today, made these cool little foamy things. And then I was like, we should get a rug, you know, just to, like cover as much as this floor. And yeah. so I called like a floor or I got the the I didn't call. I got the office manager to call a flooring place <laughs> and ask for like carpet remnants and stuff. So then we were like, we literally don't care what it looks like. We just want a, a carpet. <laughs> So we went over and they're like, yeah, this one will work. So it was like 12 feet long. I had my van. So do you think I fit it in the van? No. Pull right now. I, no? No. I, Lucas? I, as a, yes, but it was tight. I got a Honda Odyssey, guys. I don't know if it's, I don't know if they're longer or not. Uh, we fit it in. Uh, we had to leave the trunk open. <laughs> the trunk oh, was did? not latched. Uh, we had it like tied down, uh, oh, but it so was it like the whole time. Yeah, no, we had it tied down. It was like windshield to out the back of the trunk. Uh, oh yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, it looks super sweet in there now. And they're like the. I still haven't tested like recording anything, but you could tell that like it really tell. dampened things. I love that you, you put all this. You put all this work into sound, you know, sound um, absorption and all that and have yet to test. We haven't recorded well, a thing um, in here, but but I mean, I mean, you walk, I, you walk okay, in, you'll, well, you'll here's tell. The thing. You'll, you can tell. I, I lent the mic to somebody, so I didn't have it today to test it, mm-hmm. Mr. Snooty Pants. Quick question. Those what does pants. a random amount of Junk for Jesus carpet cost if you don't care what it looks like? A Honda Odyssey um, is worth. A lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, so it was uh, like two, 12, 12 by 14 uh, feet, and it was 145. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's... Okay. Okay. So okay. Yeah, it was more than I wanted to spend, but it, <laughs> and it how, is what it is. And how shag on uh, how shag is it this It wasn't carpet? shag at all. It's got a nice diamond pattern in it. Mm. Um, it actually is not a bad looking carpet. Um, but, uh, anyway, so I'm really pumped for that. It's always fun to like, like, I really enjoy doing that stuff and like improving on, on the quality of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, I think that'll, I think that'll go a long way. I've been having lots of fun with the green screen too. Um, it's just amazing. It's, it's amazing how easy it is to use a green screen if you have the right editing program after the fact. And lighting. And so what's your, what's your yeah, lighting? Anyway, uh, lighting's not bad. We bought some lights. Um, 
Oh man, I'm frozen. Can do me a favor. Uh, take take a picture sometime of the room that you're in now, that back wall, and then load it. Then go into your studio and join our Zoom call. And make it look like you're in your room, but you're really at the green screen. <laughs> and and then do a big reveal. Oh, I'm back. Oh, did you miss all that that I said? It was great. Thanks, Lucas. It was golden. Lucas, while Andrew catches um, up on the internets, why don't you move us along and talk to us about your heated mattress backfire? Okay. Well, um, I can't remember if I told you guys or not, but like Melissa, like kind of her main gift uh, would have been I, I went out and I bought a heated mattress pad. Uh, I think I did oh, talk about it. Oh, um, yeah, you told, told us. You told us. So so anyway, the big the big worry was like it, it'll either be a home run or a complete whiff because uh, she loved, she would love the heat, but I was worried that like the wires, she'd feel them, whatever, whatever. She can't feel the wires. She really enjoys it. So it's been a home run in that way. The downside is our kids are constantly looking for excuses to be in our bed all the time because mm-hmm. they like the heated mattress. And they're always like, can we have heated mattresses? <laughs> I was like, I don't want to pay for the heat, the electricity for four heated mattress pads. Uh, I don't know what the first one costs, but I'm trying not to find out. Uh, but anyway, so that, that, that has been a bit of a backfire. Um, I do not sleep with it on. I bought the two-sided one. And uh, except for one night, I, you know, I, I turned it on. I got in bed. I was doing reading or something. And I was like, ooh, this is really nice. I'm like, it's so cozy. It's so nice. I love this little nest, warm nest I have. I was like, I'm just going to go to sleep in it. I'm, sh- I'm sure it will be fine. Uh, anyway, I woke up and I'm like, hot, too hot. And I was like, just miserable. Yes. I'm sorry. I, I might have missed this. Is it a heated mattress or a heated blanket? It's a heated mattress pad. You put it over your mattress, Un- okay. so you're sleeping on top of it. Understood. Understood. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Apologies. So anyway, so I woke up and I was like sweating to death, and I was trying to cool down, and never again. I but during the day, sometimes I'll turn it on or whatever. It is. It is really nice. Um, then I would like that for here. like. I, I think Mandy would like that. It's fun for I going would, to. Sleep. I wouldn't like, sleep on it either. Yeah. No. Just but it's good it to like up. turn it on. I think even Melissa most of the time she'll turn it on and warm it up, get a good like base heat going. Just basically, it basically works so you don't have to, so your uh, the cold sheets don't suck every ounce of heat out of you before you try to go to sleep. Mm. Uh, anyway, next up I had a survival mode. Um, I'm doing a little uh, kind of a side project with someone, which requires about ten extra hours of work a week uh, for a short period of time. And Melissa has a big project at work that's keeping her very busy. So neither one of us have any extra energy. So our house is kind of reflecting that reality. <laughs> and, <laughs> Turn the and, camera. Uh, no. no yeah. Turn the yeah camera. It's, it's, it's actually not that bad right now, but it's well, anyway, but we're, we're doing our best because we're both like, we don't have anything extra in the tank by the end of the night. Uh, but one of the, one of the, things that have happened is um, we've started to have a bit of a buffet to go addiction where at least once a week now we're like, we're driving up the hill. I'll pick her up, go up the hill. Like, Oh, I could really go for some buffet to go. And not and normally one of us would shoot the other one down. Like, Oh, we shouldn't spend the money or, Oh, we have food at home or whatever, but we're both tired and we both don't feel like doing anything. So we're like, yeah, let's go to buffet to go. Um, and then I go, I've never heard oh, of it. Man, it's amazing. You've never heard of that. It's a chain. It's basically a Chinese food buffet, except for you pay by the plate or whatever. Like you can choose a couple different sizes. The only difference is they fill it up now, which I'm totally fine with. And they just point to the thing and they they chunk it up and they like squish down. As long as the lid will close, it counts. And they used to do it by the pound and now they just do it by the thing. But it's still, I think, one of the better 
more economical ways to get Chinese food. You get a super nice variety, but you don't have to get 50 orders of different things. Uh, and it's pretty great. And then we come home and one of my favorite things to do in the winter, and it's weird, is I like to watch like um, house hunters, uh, like the ones where they go looking for like tropical paradise homes. Mm-hmm. So we'll sit there eating our Chinese food, watching someone in Hawaii buy a house. Uh, and it's kind of the closest we're going to come to a vacation during COVID anyway. So, uh, so we're enjoying that. So that's what the candies are up to eating too much Chinese food, being too tired and enjoying heated mattresses. When you get your, sounds b- magical. When you get your BTGs, uh, on, does that include the children? Do you get it for the kids too? Like, or is this, um, uh, no, a you that's why it's economical. Only? Cause our kids don't like Chinese food. So literally tonight, uh, Melissa probably won't like me sharing this, but she has, uh, noise canceling headphones on so I can get away with it. Uh, so we, we pulled into the parking lot and she went in to get the Chinese food and I went to the dollar store and I got a, a box of uh, Lucky Charms and our kids were over the moon excited about their meal that night. We were all happy. I mean, we give Gideon some chicken balls. That's all he really cares about. But we literally gave our kids a cereal and we had awesome Chinese food. Oh, that's good. Yeah, good to be alive. Man, nice job, Lucas. Thank you. So what does a plate of BTG cost you? I think it's like 12 or 13 bucks. Like yeah. it's not unreasonable, but, and it's always enough for that meal and a, a solid lunch the next day. You get so. one plate and share it. You could theoretically do that, but we get two <laughs> plates and have lunch the next I, day. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't do that. Sorry. You couldn't share. Could not couldn't share. The I, next day. I, uh, I can't share. I didn't think you could share. No, not a share. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome, man. Um, mm-hmm. Well, if I could very quickly just kind of throw some highlights for me. A couple of my highlights are, are video game related, which is super nerdy. But you know what? It's okay. I like those. Yeah. Well, I sent I took a picture and sent it to you both because I was so pumped. Um, I've been playing. I've been playing a Nintendo Switch. We we got the Nintendo Switch uh, oh, for yes. the kids. Was it last? What was it for? Or did I just buy it? I think I just bought it. I don't think there was a specific. Uh, event it was switch day it wasn't at christmas because i remember you were looking and i kept sending you advertisements for yeah. ones. <laughs> anyway so they don't play it a whole lot and and i was kind of like man i i i gotta get some use out of this thing and and so i've been playing donkey kong country 3 which came out in the super nintendo back in like i was at 90 uh, it doesn't matter it was in the Three, 90s four was it I, I feel like it was 93 94 somewhere in there and i played it when it came out at the time and it was my favorite donkey kong game and i loved it uh, but I never beat it because you had to collect every coin to get, you know, to get uh, through the special levels and all that kind of stuff and never happened for me. And so finally, this last week, I did it. Now, my goal over the Christmas break was to do that. And Christmas break wound up just, you know, it just didn't happen. So that was too bad. But I family always get in the way. But yeah. So I, I got into a great routine in the mornings uh, of. Uh, you know, doing my smorp and then doing some Donkey Kong Country and having a coffee and then getting on with the day. And I loved it. Now it's over and I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, so I, I guess I spend more time in the Bible. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that was fun. And then um, and then Jaden has been asking to play a game called Sea of Thieves, which we've played before. And it's like a, a pirate ship game. You know, you're on the seas kind of thing. And so I'll load it's, up. It's Pirate Simulator, a PG-13 Pirate Simulator. Right. Now he's nine. So we load up uh, a private server and <laughs> and jump on that. And so we're just on the ship together. And he is just super content to uh, run around the ship, jump off and say, Dad, stop. 
And so then I have to stop the ship, get him back. That on. sounds fun. We get going again. Dad, stop. And then it's like, Dad, you want to go swimming in this game? And I'm like, ah, yeah, I do. And he's having now it's he just he wants to play it with me all the time. And it's something that we have to play together. He does. A, he doesn't play it by himself. Uh, and then other than that, guys, it's for me, um, uh, everything's getting back into the routine. I've, I'm back into courses again. I'm taking a course called Leading the People of God, which is uh, all about a biblical servant leadership and what does that look like for pastors. Mm. And and then I'm taking a course called History, Exploring the History and po- Exploring Nazarene History and Polity. So, uh, our, the, you know, sounds like a barn burner. It, well, and, uh, my pastor here, pastor Dave is actually, uh, going to be, he's the facilitator for that. He's going to be teaching that class. Mm-hmm. So it's one that it'll be the only class I take that's actually will be in person, uh, with some, with some people, which I'm not sure. I, I don't know what I feel. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I've loved being able to take my courses online and not have to deal with people. I deal with people in the in the in the way of discussion questions where I put my answer to the question and respond to theirs. But now like there's real people that will be in a room with me and there'll be discussion. That'll be fine, I'm sure. It's just different. It's unknown. It's so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I predict you'll enjoy it unless you get a real dud in there that like <laughs> makes it not fun. No, I know everyone that's in there personally. We're no duds. It's <laughs> Okay, it's good. It's gonna, it's gonna be good. I'm looking. I'm, I am looking forward to it. The funny thing is, we set him up. I set him up on Google Classroom so that we could do. You know, he could put stuff out online. And nice. as soon as I had it set up, there was pre work uh, <laughs> loaded in before the course begins. And I don't know if he's watching there, um, but pre work before the course begins. So anyway, so between that, those two courses, and then just. Uh, we're about to start going live from our sanctuary. I know, Andrew, you guys have been doing that for a while, but we've been with our church, have been doing the podcast like what we do uh, here. And and then we've been slowly bringing in different live elements and kind of mixing and matching. But we're about to go live on both of those. And um, what I think is interesting that we're trying to do that's unique is that uh, we're going to be doing the SMORP uh, as as like our teaching time in the service and with people online. And so we're creating a way, what, what we're trying to do, what we're, Lord willing, what we want to do is create an online platform that people can still comment like they would on Facebook. That's easy. But the people in the room can also comment. And so Pastor and I will be at the front. I'll be monitoring all this uh, communication that's coming in through an app that we're going to our app that we're going to use and Facebook and all that and be able to add their voices into the conversation so that people um cuz someone in the room might have a you know a thought from the scripture and we can we can bring that actually to the floor and and have conversation what we don't want to get into is just it being like an open mic so to speak because sometimes that can that can go south. <laughs> it, it, can, it can go south. At the same time, we, we want to try to be sensitive to what, well, what does it look like to have that and an online platform. And it's uncharted territory, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be it's going to be fun. But so we're launching that at the end of the month. Um, and that's kind of what's, you know, my that's where my head's at right now is making sure that we're ready for that. So that's kind of that's where I'm at. That's what my week has been like. Andrew, what do you, you want? Will. What do you want to do next? I was thinking maybe we could smorp. Ooh, let's do it. You down to smorp? I'm down to smorp. You down to smorp? 
I'm down to Smorp. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Oh, so Smorp stands for Scripture, Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. I forgot it there for a second. Yeah. Uh, and so what we're going to do is we're going to read through a passage of Scripture, and then we're going to go through and answer each of those um there are essentially questions that go along with it uh, and have some discussion. So if you have any thoughts that you want to uh, add in, please feel free to do that in the chat. We'd love for you to interact in that way. Uh, tonight we are reading Acts chapter 5, verses 1 to 11. And uh, it says, But a man named Ananias with his wife Sapphira sold a piece of property. And with his wife's knowledge, he kept back for himself some of the proceeds and brought only a part of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and to keep back for yourself part of the proceeds of the land? While it remained unsold, did it not remain your own? And after it was sold, was it not at your disposal? Why is it that you have contrived this deed in your heart? You have not lied to man, but to God. When Ananias heard these words, he fell down and breathed his last. And great fear came upon all who heard of it. Do you need that read to you again? Uh, In Espanol. It's longer. Maybe scroll down on your page, my my friend. Oh... The young men rose and wrapped him up and carried him out and buried him. After an interval of about three hours, his wife came in not knowing what had happened. And Peter said to her, tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, yes, for so much. But Peter said to her, how is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out. Immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. When the young man came in, they found her dead and they carried her out and buried her beside her husband. And great fear came upon the whole church and upon all who heard of these things. I picture people emptying their pockets just in case there's anything. (laughs) (laughs) This is everything. Okay, so scripture, what words, phrases, or observations in this passage stand out to you? Hmm. I think the, uh, the biggest part that stood out to me was was lying to the Spirit, lying to God. Uh, did it say testing the Holy Spirit? Um, and and Satan, Satan has filled your heart. I mean, they're not cheerful things that stood out to me, let me tell you that, but... But those those are the things that jumped out at me a lot. How yeah, Satan's filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit. Uh, those things were some phrases that stood out to me. Uh, for me, it's it's not really a deep one, but just the fact that uh, and with his wife's knowledge, he kept back for himself. Like so, she was in on the scam. It wasn't like she just died by association. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the grift. Yeah. Nice. Uh, you have not lied to man, but to God. Hmm. Stands out to me. Oh. Uh, message: What do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Oh man. Uh, well, if it says, "Why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit?" The message for me when I 
when I look at this scripture, th- this didn't just this didn't just happen. You know, Ananias and Sapphira didn't just sit there and out of nowhere decide, "Hey, we're going to lie to God." Hmm. To to me, this this is the consequence of um, I don't know big decisions or little decisions that have led to this point, right? Like the little actions and the little deceits and the and the little um, oh, what's the word? Uh, 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 oh, but. Just little by little, they they were dishonest in a little, and and then it led to this point where I think it's interesting that they could have kept the land and everything would have been fine. They weren't. Yeah. They weren't. They didn't have to do that. They didn't have to. And okay, so you sold your land. It's your land, and all that money is yours, and you could have kept it. But instead, they went, "Hey, uh, we're going to try to have our cake and eat it too. We're gonna we're gonna try like because the the church at this time." Was they were, everybody was selling and and putting it all together and the you know the mm-hmm. numbers were growing and and they wanted in on that but it seems to me that they didn't put their whole well they didn't they they didn't fully buy in and they wanted mm-hmm. to keep something back for themselves maybe for security who knows and so well they, and it could you know look how important you we are look how generous we are well and that's just know. it that's exactly it look at what we did we sold our land and he look here comes the money when really they're withholding all of it <laughs> and and that's the thing is it's all of it yeah so i so i'm sorry i'm getting back to the message part for me is satan filled their heart to lie to the holy spirit so for me i need to look at my own heart and go what's filling my heart because they were motivated out of a heart filled with satan's lies as opposed to a heart filled with the Holy Spirit and motivated in the Spirit to give generously and to give everything. Um, again, they didn't have to give, they didn't have to sell the land, didn't have to give the money. But but they did, and they withheld, and I mean, obviously there were consequences to that. So for me, it, it's that, and not to let Satan have any part of my heart. Or there'll be consequences. I might not drop dead at the feet of my pastor next week if I withhold part of my tithe. However, there are consequences. And that that little bit of withholding might be that small action that leads to another small action that leads to greater and greater, right? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying here. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, it's funny. I was thinking about, uh, I remember I read this book uh, by the Barna Group. George Byrne, I think, right, and that they're like the Canadian, they're like the Christian statisticians, right? Yep. I thought it would be really interesting. Turns out it was only kind of interesting, um, <laughs> but there was a couple, a couple very interesting things in it. Um, and the one that the, the one that really sticks out at me was it said less than twenty percent of uh, evangelical Christians tithe, but then in brackets it said, but over sixty percent say they tithe. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that made me laugh. Um, but it's funny because when I think of this too, it's, you know, God hates like basically fakers. God hates the lukewarm. You know, he doesn't hate people who aren't Christians. Like he's like, no. And he, and he, you know, and he doesn't, but it's the, it's the lukewarm that upsets him. Right. And the people that are pretending to be a faith, but aren't a faith. Um, if you don't want to be a faith, you don't have to be a faith. Like that's the freedom. That's the, what we get. Right. But it's the, it's when you're pretending to be, you're not, that seems to be, or you get like the Pharisees. That's what would take off Jesus. You know, um, that's kind of what was in my, in my mind, but also mm. I was thinking, uh, with these people and I've, I've seen it in our churches too, um, that you get people who want the community of faith. Like they like the 
stuff around church. You know, they like the community, they like the music, they like might like the speaking, but they don't really give their lives over to it. You know, we've had issues with that in churches before where you have people that there's not really biblical literacy and you have people that aren't really, and again, nobody's perfect. So that, like, I'm not expecting people, but I've seen kind of a trend of, you know, they, they like this, they like the event of the church of like the Sunday morning event, but they not, might not necessarily want to plug in in any further way. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's kind of what I was kind of thinking back to. And these are people who wanted the community. They wanted the benefits and kind of the, the, that, that part of the church without kind of fully surrendering over to it, which mm. they didn't have to do. They could have just walked away. They didn't have to be a part, but they, they kind of, they were trying to have their cake and eat it too sort of thing, which is not works. That's right. I kind of like just, this is almost just a side note, but what you mentioned there about people liking, you know, the event of church and things like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, what we're going through right now kind of flushes those people out because, oh, yeah. you, know, there's, <laughs> you know, there's, and every church is different, but there's a lot of churches that would have a lot of pressure to be back meeting uh, because people put such an importance on that specific event rather than, you know, maybe on their own personal faith and their own personal growth. Um, so, I mean, it's just a side note, I guess. Uh, well, yeah, that's I, a good one. Well, uh, I don't want to go down this rabbit trail too far or rabbit hole or whatever it's <laughs> called. Um, however, that we, we identified that. And you can identify that almost in every church is when everything shut down, like people were wanting to come back to the event. And not that the event in and of itself is wrong, but something no. we identified is that we really need to cre- uh, create an environment going forward where people are taught to self-feed. That you know, if things shut down, that th- that they know what to do. That uh, anyway, I'm not sure if that. Mm. If you, but because we've made it so much of an event, and people come and they uh, don't participate, they come and they uh, observe an consume. event. Observe. They, thank you. Consume. <laughs> they they consume or observe an event like you would watch just a video online. And then you go about mm. your week and you might think about it, maybe, but the statistics of how many people forget the message by the time they're in the parking lot is terrible. Um, mm. and, and so if people aren't participating, it's not being, it's, it's just not sticking. So we need to create environments where people can participate and be taught how to self-feed, how to learn to engage scripture, how to, you know, to pray so that their faith isn't just on Sunday but it's it's an everyday, and Sunday is an extension of what's going on during the week. Oh boy, I'm I'm gonna preach. Andrew, take over. <laughs> All right, I'll just put, very quickly mention uh, where did it go? You know the whole what I had just said. Where did it go? You've not lied to man, but to God, and I think that's something we have to keep in mind as well. When we, you know, mm. if we are deceitful to somebody, you know we may kind of brush it off because maybe we don't respect that individual or whatever it is. And you might think, Oh, it's okay. Cause it's just this person. But in reality, you know, there's this big grander uh, person that you're also being deceitful to. And I think we just need to keep, you know, take note of that and, and you know, our, how we behave and what we say to people and mm-hmm. things like that. Yep. Um, so moving on obedience, write down one step of obedience you need to take today or this week based on what God is revealing to you. Uh, to me, for me, it's to, it's to stop and ask God to reveal any lies that are in my heart. 
any sin that is still there that would lead me to try to lie to the Holy Spirit, um, which, you know what? I'm not perfect, so I'll bet, there, I'll bet he's going to show me some stuff if, I, if I'm willing to, to actually ask and actually listen. Um, it's a vulnerable place to be, but to, to me, to me, that's it is my act of obedience is, um, and, and to receive, to be willing to receive the fullness of what he has for me, uh, which sounds like a very churchy response, but it can be scary because if you let God actually have control of your life, you know, what does that, what can that look like? So Ask him to reveal any sin, get rid of it, and and replace where that sin was with himself. Like it. I think for me, I think similar to what Brad says, it's kind of, you know, that Christian cliche, cliche, you know, check your heart. Like, what am I, am I, am I trying to put on airs, you know, when I go to church? Am I trying to, uh, or, or am I, and we all do it at times, like, Oh, I didn't really care for the music this week or whatever, but you're like, it's not what it's about, you know? And, and you know that, but you're like, I know, but I really kind of wish, you know, I know yeah, what yeah, the yeah. Soul <laughs> about. Uh, you know, and you, you do that whole, yeah. that whole rigmarole, right. Or you complain of like, Oh man, the, what you, you complain about like the, not the spirit of the event, but like the, the, the activities of the event. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's not what it's about, you know, and just making sure I don't do that. Um, yeah. Yep. Basically, don't be a bad Christian. That's what that's what I'm working on now. I like that. We, we make T-shirts. Don't be a bad <laughs> Christian. Andrew, are you frozen? I see him moving his eyes. I think I so was. Welcome back. I just I just got back. Well, welcome back. We're here with Andrew, <laughs> and he's wrapping up the uh, the obedience All right. part of the song. So repentance, uh, write any confessions out that God reveals to you in this passage. And I'll just uh, also mention prayer. Um, We don't typically spend time in prayer during this, but uh, spend time thanking the Lord for all his blessings. Pray for anything or anyone he lays on your heart. So I had to, I wrote mine down so that I didn't, I mean, I'm not going to get, it's not wordy, so don't worry. Uh, In terms of repentance, I wrote this. I repent and confess of trying to please two masters. Um, I've held back to please myself instead of fully committing. And I confess it as sin and ask your forgiveness. That, that would be, that's that. And you can't serve two masters. Anything to add, Lucas? I think I'm good. Well, all right. That's nice. (laughs) Congratulations. Well, that wraps up the smorp. Uh, what are we going to do next, guys? You know what, guys? We're getting close to the end. But before we do, and uh, if uh, if you've been a long-time listener, you'll recognize this voice. Uh, gone but never forgotten. Here we go with a sport and star stuff. Sports and star stuff. Gotta love it. Thank you, Matt. You know, he's collecting royalties on that every time we use it. (laughs) Uh, So sports and sports or star stuff or sports and star stuff is a very simple game where we are going to give tonight. It's me. I'm going to give the gentleman a term. And what they're going to do is it's very much like uh, Balderdash. I'm going to give a term 
and they are going to give me their definition. And it's either going to be something related to sports or something related to space star stuff. And what we'll do is we'll read all of the answers, uh, including the correct one and another fake one that I'll provide. And then we'll see these two gentlemen will vote on which one they think is correct. You're welcome to participate as well and let us know. And really, it's just for bragging rights. Uh, There's no trophy, but maybe we should make one. All right, gentlemen, are you ready? Ready. I'm ready. Uh, so are you, you guys can just text me. Make sure you don't use our group chat. That would be embarrassing. And the word before you is stinger. The word is stinger. And go. While you guys are doing that, I'm going to play Pocket Camp. Pocket Camp. Available now on iOS and Android. Raid Shadow Legends. Brought to you by... (laughs) Yeah. Ah, I just got a Lucky Tangerine gift for logging in. (laughs) Done. Nailed it. Me too. I nailed it better. I nailed it way better. <laughs> we'll find out. All right, folks. Let's uh, let me just get this over here. I assume it wasn't the thing on the end of an insect or the uh, surface-to-air missile that a shoulder launched. Um, I assume it's something different, but we'll find out. Fire away. All right, folks. Well, welcome back. I've enjoyed a lovely moment with uh, Pocket Camp. <laughs> N- now on iOS. All right, so we've got the word. You're just a little boy, Brad. Um, thank, thank, thank you, Gloria. I, I, <laughs> what, what, what are you, I, you referencing? Uh, all right, so your clean, your relatively clean shavenness, maybe relatively clean shaven. All, um, yeah, okay. So the word before you is stinger. Here come the definitions, folks. Stinger, is it a, okay, is it from rugby, the furthest player back in the rugby scrum? Stinger, the furthest player back in the rugby scrum. Or, oh, Stinger, uh, from soccer, it's a goal scored within a minute of the previous goal. That's a Stinger! I, I've never sounds, say, in, say can you say that in Spanish and I'll see if it sounds real or not. Don, El Stingerio. The, donde es, where, where is the <laughs> where is the stinger? Where is the stinger? Donde es stinger? football. Another sport one. Mm. Uh, when a player is tackled in a way that squeezes a nerve. Stinger, a space term. The type of missile that was attached to the wings of the X-301 interceptor in Stargate SG-1. So just to refresh everyone's memory, 
Uh, we've got Stinger, which is the missile attached to the X-301 interceptor in Stargate SG-1, which is a spacecraft. We've got Stinger. Oh, I, I know what an X-301 is, Brad. <laughs> I know you, you do. Oh, uh, or Stinger. Is it the football? Or, uh, uh, when someone's tackled in football and it squeezes a nerve, is it... <laughs> The furthest player back in the rugby scrum, or is it when a goal is scored very quickly or a minute after the previous goal in soccer? Uh, gentlemen, let me know what you think. How, how are you voting? Man, Lucas is uh, so torn. Uh, you go first, Lucas. And if you're watching, Shoot, I can't, let us know what you think. I can't, I can't give my reasoning because then it'll give away stuff. Um <laughs> I like to have the football. Ooh, I got a stingy, guys. I got a stingy. Uh, so I think it's not that. Um, as far as the soccer one, uh, maybe. Especially soccer and rugby is tricky because they're weird, originally British sports. So they could be literally anything weird. It's like, a stinger. He got the, he's got the foos nozzle he does. Uh, and I feel and I feel like... fusion chaffed. And I feel like the Stargate one could be one you're putting there just to mess with me and just to uh i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with the rugby one he's going with the rugby one the furthest player back in the rugby scrum and andrew what shall you be choosing i'm gonna go with the soccer one and you're going with the soccer one the minute scored after the minute of soccer yeah well gentlemen congratulations you both chose your own <laughs> we were really good, weren't we? You guys were great. Uh, come back next week when I tell you what it really was. Uh, so the st- a stinger. Now that you both know that that's that, what do you think it is? You've both ruled out is your it, own. It's it's not the Stargate one, is it? I'm I'm asking you what you think it is now. Based- I I think it's the Stargate one. I I. See, I don't think it will be the Stargate one, but the, it sounds too stupid to be the other one. So I, I, I'm going to have to go with Stargate one. And it's the football one. Ah! Football <laughs> Why players. is there a term for that? Uh, it's, Ow, I got a stingy. So it's what, well, no, stinger. And it's when a player is tackled in such a way that it squeezes a nerve and can, you know, cause nerve damage. So, and it stings. Stings. I was kind of thinking of a scorpion, you know, when someone wipes out so hard, their feet come back up over their head. Have you ever seen those compilations? No. It's pretty uh, funny. Lucas, just so that you're aware, the X-301 interceptor in Stargate was not armed with Stinger missiles. It was armed mm-hmm. with AIM uh, 120A air-to-air missiles. Uh, yes. uh, it's a common misconception. I can, on, under- I, can common misconception. I can understand why common. you've done that. So, Lucas, common. get us out of here. All right. Well, thanks for watching, everyone. Thanks for uh, putting up with our sports and star stuff while I unlock my screen so I get my script right. Uh, Well, you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, don't forget, and anywhere that matters online. Uh, Sorry, I lost my spot here. Oh, no, I don't know where I am. Oh, here we go. Something, something. Uh, We would love a five-star rating on iTunes. And if you do, Do leave us one. We'll even read it on the air. I don't know that we Not only that, it. but you can send your questions to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. Browse our merch and much more. And folks, we don't pay to advertise. We don't pay for anything. So any support we get comes from you sharing us with others. Send us some money. Help Lucas get more books. Until next time, keep spiritually fit and, and have, have fun. fun.